His Wikipedia says, uh, for the cricketeer from New Zealand, see Brian Warner, parentheses, cricketeer. The cricketeer? Cricketeer. He plays cricket. Oh. People who play cricket are called cricketeers? This has been such an enlightening day. I love that. uh, I truly don't want to know the crossover of Disney adults and... Marilyn Manson fans. I mean, I've got some Facebook pages that I could show you. That is a dark, dark world. That always unsettled me. They go to the park without their kids. Have we talked about Toby Keith's I Love This Bar and Grill? But if it's short and it rhymes, people are going to jump on it. That's true. That's how we got uh, Hunch Punch. Hey, it's the Music Video Podcast. Oh, hey. Uh, this is episode number 11 of yep. the Music Video Podcast. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. And uh, here today with us is one of Chicago's just best and brightest uh, all around comedians, uh, improviser, sketch writer, uh, uh, raconteur, uh, man of letters. It's Adam Wynn. Adam Wynn is here, you guys. <laughs> what a ridiculous over the top <laughs> intro. Thank you so much. I, I could, need to I could go on. Um, Adam is one of the rare guest who has brought us a topic he uh he has he uh, really uh, put me to work yeah before we get into this week's topic though mm-hmm. i uh have received a, a piece of fan mail like i'm like oh my I'm gosh t-boz left eye or chili herself uh we're gonna have a good time because the moment you said fan mail i was like tlc tlc yep. <laughs> uh i've i have received a uh, our first ever correction and omission that was submitted <laughs> to us. Now I'm sure that there are many of you who have uh, muttered uh, right. things to yourself about things we've gotten wrong. We've gone on the record as saying we are not experts. We are not and in any have, field. And if you have more of that, I, I would love. I will read them on the air as I'm yeah. proving right now because we did get something a little bit wrong last week, and I do want to bring it to everybody's attention. So uh, last week when we talked about Nicki Minaj videos, one of the things we spoke on was Nicki Minaj's uh, singing in "Hey Mama." by David Guetta featuring Nicki Minaj. And oh. how the video features Nicki Minaj singing all those verses, and we were like, wow, Nicki Minaj has a really great singing voice. I didn't know that was her. I've probably heard her on so many things. Here's the thing. You have, and that's not Nicki Minaj. Is it another singer of note? Uh, it is another singer. The of note is a <laughs> big-time question mark. Okay. What? Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj sings the verses in David Guetta's Hey Mama, but the chorus is sung by B.B. Rexha. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, she's of note. I I think there's people who would disagree with that. <laughs> if I'm familiar with the pop person's name, they're of note. She is someone who releases her own music under her own name. So yeah, that's for, fascinating. Thank you uh, for that yeah, correction. So thank you to our fans for uh, <laughs> keeping keeping the tips and tricks coming. <laughs> so this week, uh, lots of lots of tricks happening. Lots of. Uh, Skate tricks, lots of uh, BMX bikes, bikes, not a lot, no. lots of stage diving and crowd surfing, a lot of mm. very crowds in peril, like lots really of, a lot of danger uh, happening, a lot of spooky, spooky masks, a lots of uh, smoldering wastelands. Oh uh, God! Adam brought us the genre of new metal. Ugh. For those who aren't familiar, it's NU metal. And and you, it was like an umla metal. I I have it brought up here. Uh, this is from Wikipedia. Which is, you know, <laughs> shaky at best, but I feel like they're pretty accurate with this. New metal, also known as new with an umlaut metal mm-hmm. and agro metal. Wow, is agro a, metal. 
Yeah. That is that is the nineties the leaning way to say that. Yeah. Is a subgenre of alternative metal that combines elements of heavy metal music with elements of other music genres such as hip hop, alternative rock, funk, industrial, and grunge. New metal bands have drawn elements and influences from a variety of musical styles, including the multiple genres within heavy metal. New metal rarely can rarely features guitar solos. Which is interesting because you... That seems like a weird thing to put in Wikipedia. But I think if you think of heavy metal music, you think of people like really like noodling on an electric guitar. And yet and new, metal, new metal is... It's not. New metal bands have so many people in them. They have DJs. Yeah, there's so many people. They like have It's like the polyphonic spree up there. Like it's like, <laughs> a, it's like a choir of people. All of them have subtly different, though very similar roles. Yeah. I... Some of them have, some of these bands have subtly different, although very similar faces. Yes. So uh, they're secretly all the guy from Smash Mouth. They all, they really do resemble him. Sometimes they resemble like, I think like lesser Wahlbergs. Yeah. You told me that you told me, I don't remember what band it was that you said that they looked like what would happen if the Wahlbergs had never been famous. It's Finger Eleven. Uh, they Finger all, Eleven. they're all. Uh, is Finger Eleven a new metal band? So this is uh, a thing that's going to come up if we get letters of corrections. Uh huh. Is some of these bands that will be brought up, especially by me, that people will say that's not new metal. But on Wikipedia, there is a list of new metal bands. It includes probably mm-hmm. two hundred bands. Most of these have uh, fun names like Down the Sun, uh, Fury of Five. Uh, Was it I, Jennifer Love Hewitt in that band? Jennifer uh, Jeffrey Nothing is one of them. Mad at Gravity. I've been there. We've all been there. I, <laughs> but it also includes bands I, like Finger Eleven. Incubus so might surprise you to be on you, there. You, right. have, hmm. you have sent out this list. And you have said, you, at any time that I've corrected you or like offered different perspective about what is and is not new metal, <laughs> you've been like, well, they're on those Wikipedia lists, so right. it's good by me. As if the Wikipedia list is some kind of doctrine. Yes. It is just it is just a list of things that someone decided to put into Wikipedia. Also, I mean, someone said Crazy Town is a new metal band and I I wouldn't disagree with that. I wouldn't say they're a good new metal band, but I would say they are. Well, you introduced Wikipedia even with the tinge of like well, for what it's <laughs> worth. So, I don't think we can use it as like as a reference. Yeah. So, eh, you know, that can't be the gospel on it. With Crazy Town though, I immediately, when I saw them on those lists, wanted to say, no, but I only know the one song and I wasn't right. going to listen. I made a, I've made it to a certain age where I'm not trying to learn more about Crazy Town. I did <laughs> listen to, the, I did watch the Crazy Town video again. Well, I had seen it before, obviously. Obviously. Uh, well, I didn't mind it. I didn't like it, the song or the video. I remember seeing Shifty Shell Shock on Celebrity Rehab featuring Dr. Drew. Shifty is the halfway point between the guy from Prodigy sure. and Mark McGrath. I agree with that. That that is good math. Thank you. I think, <laughs> thank you. A lot of these videos were important to me as a teen because I questioned how I felt about their lead singers a lot. Like oh, okay. um uh, um, I have a lot of very strange celebrity crushes, as everybody knows. And by strange, I don't mean like 
Well, new, un- new metal is a genre, much like professional baseball, where there's just like not a lot of standards in terms of like yeah, come as you are fitness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's probably what drew me to it in terms of male figures. And by figures, I mean like male body figures. <laughs> right. um, you know, I like some of the unconventional shapes we were seeing, and I really respond to that pretty well. Um, I'm on record as saying a, a couple of years before I moved to St. Louis, I, uh, you know, probably depression fueled, decided that I wanted to run as fast as I could. And I was striving for a six minute mile. Wow. And never, I never, I got very close. I could sprint wow. a mile and got very close. I got to like six Oh eight. Holy crap. What? And what? yes, I've yes. Like <laughs> really like booking it, but also just like running like a kid, probably really bad for kneels and feet, knees and feet. Do you run currently? No. I've never seen no, you run. I'm furious walking. But this, a song that I listened to a lot in my ears while running, uh, I was so excited about this topic because I'm like, I remember this video and it's amazing. And it's also really bad. And so yeah. it's not one of my top three. Mm-hmm. If it is somebody else's top three, I apologize for saying it's bad. But it is uh, Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. It's yeah. Bodies by Drowning Pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is I, that anybody's top three? It is no. not in my top three, but... It, I think it is very representative of this genre. I I genuinely love this song. I do think Drowning Pool is a ridiculous name. It's like Waiting Pool, more like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, how can we toughen this up? Drowning Pool, they're all neighbors with Mad at Gravity. Like just the stats, <laughs> yeah. I've never heard Mad at Gravity, and I'm going to listen yeah. to them on the way home for sure. Um, Drowning Pool has a different lead singer for every album. What? What? Yeah, sometimes for like unforeseen sad circumstances, they have oh. to. Oh. Um, but yeah, their Wikipedia page is just full of names. Um, is Shifty Shellstock still alive? Did I bring him up? Did I bring up a dead person and talk about how he was on? Oh, let's find out. The guy from Drowning Pool did did pass. Um, a few people from Slipknot have as well. Right? Yeah. Uh, and then Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park. Yes. Who uh, I don't consider them new metal. I, they they I do. do dominate these kind of lists, though. They absolutely do. Uh, but as I said before we started recording, Mike Shinoda is known as saying we are not new metal. And I agree with him. They're not. Adam, you brought this topic up right when we first started this podcast, mostly because I think you wanted to embarrass me. And you wanted to force me to watch these things that you know that I have no interest in seeing. I also know that you're from Iowa. I am. Which is also the home state of Slipknot, the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Of new metal because they have sixty three people on stage. At <laughs> yes, all does Slipknot n- does Slipknot have a hype man? Do they have somebody who just like jumps yep. around? Yeah, uh, they have. Well, there's nine members of Slipknot, mm-hmm. and they're numbered, but yep. they're not numbered one through nine. No, they're, they're not. numbered zero through eight. That is correct, which makes no sense. <laughs> they have two drummers. They have multiple percussionists, and they their masks have evolved from out. I love album. that. There's a. I think the guy who actually died was the hype man. Was the boss tone of the group. What was his? Oh, uh, what was his? I believe uh, face. He, I believe he had the pig mask. It was the okay. pig or the clown. I think it was the pig. No, the clown. Can I say something weird about Slipknot real fast? Yeah. What could you possibly say that's weird about Slipknot? So I knew them visually only. For listen to them for this, watch the videos. I couldn't believe it was just music. Yeah, like they just sound like men singing. Yeah, yeah. it sounds like a band of this group. They're one of the top. They don't sound me. like monsters. I no. thought th- I thought they would sound like robots, devils, animals. 
They just sound like people in a band. Well, the lead singer, his name is Corey Taylor, and he's also <laughs> yes, he's in he's in Stone Sour. Stone Sour. He's actually yeah. good. Yeah, they went to Valley, which is like across the way from my parents' house in West Des Moines, Iowa. You can you, I had a I think I've told this story on this podcast before. I don't remember if I were not, but I had a friend whose like cousin or something was visiting when we were in high school, and she was really into Slipknot. And we drove past that high school and we're like, oh, that's where they went to school. She was like, oh my God, what? And then I was like, yeah, and that's where Corey Taylor's parents live. She was like, what? And then I just went around and it wasn't, but I just went around and I pointed at other houses throughout Des Moines and was like, that's where number seven lives. (laughs) That's six's house. That's five's duplex. (laughs) Yep. Oh, that's excellent. What I want to say, and the reason, the moment I heard that you two were starting this podcast, I... I think maybe it was the day I listened to the first episode, Ryan, I came to you and I was like, I want to talk about this. Yeah. I had a suspicion that it would be way different from the categories that you'd find yourselves in. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. I can't believe there hasn't been a more massive attack on like just great 80s Peter Gabriel, Michael Jackson videos. I can understand maybe not wanting to live in the Michael Jackson world sure. at this point, uh, but like Sledgehammer. I have a lot to the- say about Sledgehammer. I... Well, big I mean, time. Those things are all so good. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, we're gonna get there. Hold your horses. <laughs> oh, I should. I shall hold them. But you can come I, back. We'll talk about claymation with you any day of the week. Uh, oh, it's coming up today. It's some stop. Is there some stop motion in these videos? It's a top. It's a top three. Might wow. be my number one. Wow. I'm still deciding. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's. I couldn't help but think of it. And and uh, anyway, uh, these. I brought this up because when I got home from school and TRL was on, I was so mad when they'd show a trimmed down version of whatever Limp Biscuit's latest song was. I sure. hated that. If something was on there a lot, they would br- brush past it, especially if it was in the lower rung. Yeah, they would play literally like three seconds of videos. Yeah, if number seven had been on the charts for a month, they're buzzing right past. Who was uh, the, the British Backstreet Boys? Were they called Five? There was Five. There was... Take uh, That. There was... Well, there's Take That. Take That there and is, Robbie Williams. Who's baby when the lights go out? That's five. Five. I don't know that they're British, but they had uh, when the lights go out, and then they had Slam Dunk the Funk, which I also really liked. I love the name. We are not talking about boy. We're talking about boy <laughs> bands of boys. I will say though, this week, though, like costuming wise. Yeah, it's actually appropriate to bring up boy bands is what I was going to say, because they're actually weirdly very similar. Like so I know that they're supposed to be like the opposite, but it's almost exactly the same thing. I watched a Power Man 5000 video. Wow. That's like a sci-fi shooting beams out of their hands video. And everybody has basically Backstreet Boys costumes on and they're doing essentially a choreographed dance and it's in an outer space world. And it was like, I'm so the, sorry. The what gray is, area. Will you describe this further? I did not want. I don't know anything about Power Man 5000. Power Man I've 5000. I've heard those words before, but I don't know what it means. I think they're related to Rob Zombie. The lead singer's name is Spider Zombie. He is Rob Zombie's younger brother. Is this uh, is this coming up to more discussion later? It is. Okay. We, do we want to <laughs> get into it? <laughs> or do we want to like put a pin in it? Let's pin it. Okay. okay. We'll pin that. <laughs> Uh, on that uh, note, before we get into top threes, are there any like honorable mentions that people have? Yes, I, I, have, a, yeah. I have a couple that didn't quite make the cut. Yeah, I have a couple. I I'd love to we I'd love to just tackle the big one. Okay, um, there's because I do have a couple honorable mentions. Sure, that are of lesser known songs. Sure, but I have to I refuse to put "Freak on a Leash" by Corn in my top three because it is, in my opinion, hands down the best and most like 
a representative and iconic video of this genre. Sure. I feel like people hear this genre, this yeah. is the one they think we're going to talk about. And yeah. To me, that's too yeah. easy because everybody's seen the bullet going through anything that's lined up in threes. Right. I love the... It is. Uh, what's, your fa- what's your favorite thing the bullet hits? Oh, it hits... The glass of milk. I think, yeah. Does it hit a balloon at one point? Three balloons in a row. Three. That's what it is, yeah. That's Mine is the uh, water cooler at work. Oh, it's a good, it's a good one. Yeah. It cuts it right in half. Yeah. <laughs> There's, there is on the way back, because uh, the bullet, uh, I forgot that the whole beginning of the video is animated. Yes. Which, it's, yeah. the, which, it's the animated version of like the, the follow the leader cover. Yes. Yeah. And I really enjoyed watching that because uh, I hadn't seen it forever because TRL was never showing that because the song's not yeah. started yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't play the beginning. But then when the bullet, so the bullet comes out of the cartoon, which is a poster in a guy's room, and this is a segue into theme. The, there's always a world behind the object. Yes. yes. So many of these videos. So the bullet yeah. comes out of a corn poster in some teen's room, goes across the world or town, and then ends up in another corn poster where they're performing. And then it comes back. And on the way back, it misses a, a, a large man doing a cannonball into a pool. <laughs> it's, it goes over or under three kids on a swing set. And then it cuts a comic book being held in the hand of somebody reading it, which is such a precise flight path for a bullet yeah it's a yeah, bullet that's only uh destroying objects yeah it doesn't yeah. hurt people no, no people Nobody's are harmed hurt. in the video and uh yeah and jonathan davis's scatting has the power to turn it right around can we name that something else because i was like metal scatting. is it beatboxing is it like metal beatboxing it's, what would you call it so if it's, it's in near- metal what would you call it instead of beatboxing he has first off he has a name for this what there, is it there is a name for it i refuse to google it I will. I, I don't refuse. <laughs> I. It is the end of uh, "Freak on a Leash" by Corn is nearly identical to the end of "Pop" by NSYNC. What? Oh, because they both end with that. When yeah. they both end with just like an extended beatbox solo, and then like all of the action in the video reverses. And they were coming out at the same era. I wonder if they have I the know. same director. They don't, mm. because we talked about "Freak on a Leash" when we talked about it a little bit. When Talkeris was here, and we talked about uh, Dayton Ferris because they directed Free Connolly. Did you call him Talkeris all throughout that episode? Yeah, that's yeah. what okay, I've good. called him all throughout okay, knowing good. him. Um, <laughs> and we uh, uh, and Pop was directed by somebody else because we, we talked about Pop when with Sam Beaver when we did boy bands, right? That's right. Uh, and but I know it wasn't Dayton and Ferris, and I'm forgetting who it was. It's, yeah, it's called like a mon- a growl. It's like a monster growl is what he does. Okay, it's beatboxing. Yeah, fine. It's full on beatboxing. He can pretend to be like cooler than beatboxing, but jokes on you because nothing is cooler than beatboxing. <laughs> that's that's why I don't want to call it that. Is I don't want to give him that credit. I've followed this band for a long time. Yeah, you were mm. you were also a cornhead. That... Oh yeah. Now I have so many questions for people for corn for the corniacs. As much as I don't want to have to defend my previous actions, I will gladly accept all questions. I my question is this: What drew you to corn? Like, what about corn was like? Yeah, that's it. I really loved dreadlocks. Okay. I wanted them. So they had these guitarists with really cool hair, mm-hmm. and that was enough to pique my playing, interest. Playing bass really low. Well, I mean, that's anybody, but that's also Fieldy, who's always got a backwards hat on. And I love, I do love that slap bass, which is more of like a 
like a, a funk yeah. sort of style, which I, I really enjoy because it's just you've taken an instrument and made it sound different, but then just abused it by using it in this genre. <laughs> wow. But I think the first song I heard by Korn that I really liked was um, it wasn't Blind because that one's kind of scary, but I do like that song mm-hmm. still somehow. There, uh, all the Korn songs to me are very sad. The I watched. Like they're very like. Uh, they're very like introspective, like mad about my dad. That's this whole genre, right? Yeah. Right. And I a big thing in the so genre is kids who are been are being bullied at school yes. or abused at home, mm-hmm. finding freedom in music. Yeah, it's a lot like there's a lot of parallels with Concrete Angel by Martina McBride. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is the Venn diagram. The uh, the the video Thoughtless by Corn features Breaking Bad's Aaron Paul and he has like bubbles under his skin like his his knuckles and his back and there's something in there um and then, and then at the prom where he's he's just been like bullied and beat up and they try to drown him in the pool and then at prom he pukes all over everybody ew that's his revenge he's drowning in a pool there you go wow there's um a there's a lot of so there's I watched a lot of videos that take place at schools. I watched the Deftones yeah. Back to School. Okay. Where I did not look up any member of the Deftones name and I <laughs> and I refuse to do it right now, but whoever is in charge of the Deftones, he has like a he has like a na- he has like like a really good name. I remember seeing it's it. It's like Chino or Chino yeah, or like, something. It's like it's something really like punchy like yeah. he, he's got a name that you should remember no it's fully memorable yeah and i don't remember it but Me he is the the deftones person is like literally just sprinting through a school like making the kids like stop listening to teacher like just like running around and is like dance on these tables get up on the lunch table run around school like start a mosh pit here pull the fire alarm like his name is like, chino moreno chino moreno chino moreno, chino moreno. That sounds like a that sounds like a new fit at Banana Republic. Yeah. <laughs> now an olive. <laughs> I'd buy those. Uh, I watched the Deftones uh, video. Yeah, um called My Own Summer, parentheses, yep. shove it. Is that one of yours? Uh, it's not one of my top three, but it's an honorable mention, so this is perfect yeah, timing. It's one of mine. This was almost in my top three because it was one of the only videos in this genre that I watched that had a little bit of a wit to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was my top three like were chosen waters. on like how much fun people were having. No, I was gonna say that the the Deftones have they have a little bit of like there's a wink to it. Um, there's a part where they rise up out of the water like TLC, and, like Love stand that. on the water, um, and they also wear those old timey scuba helmets that are almost like astronaut helmets. Yeah, I love those deep sea helmets. They have yeah. the hose that go right into the top. Yeah, they're like a, a figure in an uh, aquarium. I loved that video because it was so different from everything that I watched. Yeah. It was not like in a garage or sewer or yeah. an industrial basement or I factory. Did, I was drawn to videos with a different visual energy. That's why I didn't think Butterfly was so bad. Like I in, I got to Butterfly at a time after seeing a lot of mosh pits. Of I watched, which there are many. Uh, the duality video by Slipknot where they're just like fucking destroy a house. And oh, how about the beginning of that video where every shirtless man in the Tri-County area is sprinting so towards they, Jason Voorhees' <laughs> house in the woods. They filmed that house in Des Moines. 
Yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah. So they filmed, I think most of Slipknot's videos were filmed in Des Moines, and some of them I can tell you like exactly where it was because like I recognize the intersections. Were you secretly running to that house for the video filming? I would be way too scared to run to that house. Everybody looks like they got injured. Can, can I tell you a thing that I noticed? Uh, I So of the songs that will, co- will come up today, My Own Summer by Deftones, the opening guitar riff mm-hmm. is one of the best in this genre. And in eighth grade... What is the opening guitar riff? Will you, will you sing it for us? At your own warning. It goes... <laughs> just like that. It's great. What is there was one song that you played for me last night that was like a fun, sexy, cool time. Oh, it was like it was like yeah. it like what really got me. Going. I played uh, like Voodoo I really, by Godsmack. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was like the snake bite. Yeah, that guy has the same voice it. as the Crash Test Dummies guy. Mm-hmm. His voice is <laughs> impossibly low. You know, really, it, you know what that singer's name is? No, no. Sully. Really? Wow. Yeah. I'm so proud of all of his aviation accomplishments. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, duality is one of my favorite songs that will come up today. I think it, I still listen to some of this stuff. I love it. It's a great running song. I went to it. I'd seen the video before and was like, this won't count for me because uh, it's just a basic video. They're in a house. There's always this like metal in the round theme that I keep seeing where they get yes. swarmed. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so once they all break into this abandoned house that probably number seven grew up in, then I recognize there's this sound that like tings in duality. And it's literally the guy with the clown mask or the pig mask taking a baseball bat and hitting an empty oil drum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's one of the percussionists in the band. Music so, is everywhere. Uh, there August was. Rush. Uh, Bjork. <laughs> uh, talking about people who are in the round, uh, my version of Bodies by Drowning Pool, my like revenge running yeah. uh, gym fantasy song, uh, is Chop Suey by System of a Down. Oh, that one gets your blood going. Yeah, yeah it's great. And I thought for the, sure that would have the wildest video. It does not. It's just it's, them on like a wrestling stage surrounded by people on all the sides. And then that's all it is. In front of a, isn't that the one where they're in like front of the, the hotel from the Florida project? There's just like a pink two story oh, hotel. Oh, in the yeah. background. Yeah. I think they're outside, but yeah, I was like, this is, give me, give me something. Give me a little fireworks. Give me a little, yeah. give me some like yeah. explosions. A lot of these bands seem to think that crazy dead eyes like wide open bulgy eyes yeah. staring at nothing in particular and or a, directly at the camera is like we're freaking them out man a lot of haunted versions of things that we've seen that like uh, like symbols of childhood yes. or like uh so i watched um i watched a video this almost made my top 3 this is this is, was an honorable mention but i watched a video called coal Ch- or by a band called coal chamber for loco. called loco yeah where they are uh, there's like a haunted milkman. Well, oh, he's an ice cream man. It looks like Jack White. Is he an ice cream man? Yeah, because oh the... yeah, because they're in an ice cream truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The haunted ice cream man. <laughs> but he does a very bad job of being an ice cream man because he just runs out of the truck. He doesn't sell anyone any ice cream. He doesn't even try. No, he, he doesn't no even one... attempt. Ozzy Osbourne is driving the truck. Did you notice that? No, he yeah. is. Yes. Oh, I love Ozzy Osbourne. Um, Still do. Always. And will. no, all all this ice cream man does is like run up to all of the members of Coal Chamber and make them watch a Viewmaster of Coal Chamber performing, which is like, yeah, we've seen. We are there. <laughs> I know. I'm in the thing. 
And he's like, ha 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 ha. And then like chortles away and he like duct tapes all of the viewmasters to their faces and then like takes them hostage. Yeah. It, uh, this was the first of the videos I watched because I'd never seen the video and I didn't know the song. But this was a great way to get started because so yeah. many of the, the tropes are in yeah. this one. What I do like about this one in retrospect is that I do think that everyone's having fun being there. Like I get that it's like spooky, ooky, kooky. But it's like fun. People are at least like having a good time with it. Right. Like it's like the same level of fun as like people have at like Scream. Like Scream isn't yeah. a comedy, but it's like it's very fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, Scream's a, a series of inside jokes, so it can yeah. be funny even though it's grotesque. Exactly. Subject. I think that's yeah. how I felt about this video. Is that it's sort of like playing on all of the tropes. Before I realized in that video that all the people he puts the viewmaster on. Um, and like possesses them with it were, were the band members he the first person that that happens to is a woman not a girl a woman sitting on the porch of this white house playing jacks and I'm yeah like, she's but, but like a haunted jacks I, she's so, in the band well once That's one once of i saw the people. next person i yeah. was like oh there's, there's it's all the band members yeah so they're playing i didn't get children. that either but i yeah uh the other one i know that we said that incubus isn't uh new metal they're you, not but uh one of their fans put them on a list. And I and I also think that they're very classically thought of as being new metal. I don't have much to say about them. I do I do I have always liked the video for Drive, but I don't really want to talk about it cuz it's sort of pointless. But uh I do like the like the reference to the MC Escher painting and all of that. Uh what I did want to bring up is that there was a point at which Brendan Boy- Brandon Boyd has the same haircut as John Krasinski and Tina Fey. Yeah. It's sort of like somebody cut it with a razor blade. It's hold on one second. I will. We'll probably edit this part out, but I do just really want to show you. I need to see it. It's like a you've got mail. Okay, Adam. Here is Tina Fey on Weekend Update with Jimmy Fallon. Here is John Krasinski as Jim Halpert in the office. Here is Brandon Boyd in Drive. That's so great. He kind of looks like Justin Long too. Yeah, he does. Yes, I thought they were the same person for a while. That's what? all. That's all. That was the only point I had about that. But it was, uh, it was just, yeah, it was worth it. Just to touch on it. <laughs> Are well, there, is there, any, is there any any further yeah uh, last re- last words? Any more honorable mentions? I've got one. Mm-hmm. Um, did you come across the band Skindred? <laughs> nope. No. no. <laughs> nope. But please do tell. <laughs> okay, so Skindred. I had forgotten existed until this very morning. And I remember listening to a couple songs by them back in like 2005 that were on the local radio station. Couldn't tell you what the titles were. Right. But this guy sounds, if you've ever heard. Sorry. What local radio station of yours is playing Skindred? This is 103.1 The Buzz. <laughs> and what, what, what city are we in at this point? El Buzzo para las playas de Bombas, Florida. That's what they used to say. That was their thing. 103.1 The Buzz for the West, for the Palm Beaches. Wow. Love it. You're from the Palm Beaches? Uh, Just north of it. So that's like the market that I would receive. That's like, wow. One area code above that area. Oh, okay. Skindred has a guy with dreadlocks who sings. Okay. He sounds a little bit like the singer from Coheed and Cambria, if you've ever heard them. But a better way to think about it that is more fun is he sounds like a new metal John Popper. (laughs) I like that. And I like the, where we're going with that. The song's real bouncy. And so the nature of the video is it's mostly animated. So it starts with like an overview of a table. Uh, the song's called Pressure. Um, and it's like they're putting a collage together. So there's paper cutouts of each band member and they start to come to life and play. 
and then they build a whole city around it and then there's a helicopter and it's just way more artsy and creative than anything else that i watched um and the song was decent um and then of course they you know pop up like a book and then it's take on me right but uh that's an honorable mention for me because again it was just like a palate cleanser after spending so much time in like greasy industrial spaces and sewers it was like just oh thank you yeah skindred is one of the better band names from this week too there i implore that you to listen to one of their songs i think probably get into it (laughs) but that's that's my final honorable mention oh uh the two ones that I didn't bring up that I don't really want to talk about, but uh, that the uh, <laughs> there's the um, uh, Tommy Lee video for Methods of Mayhem right. called Get Naked, yeah. where they're all naked. Yeah, Ugh. I don't know if that counts. He, he's on that list. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. Okay, stickler for the list. <laughs> that uh, if you if somebody's on the bubble and they want to talk about one. The list is a good place to return I to. I don't really to want it. Trip. I don't really want to talk about it other than to say, like, why? What are we doing? Well, Tommy Lee. Yeah. We get it. You have sex. Uh, the other thing to touch on is I just we, wanted. Sorry, we get it. You have sex. <laughs> yeah, big deal. <laughs> uh, I wanted to touch on Wicked Wisdom for just one moment. Starring Jada Pinkett Starring Smith. Starring Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, Jada Pinkett Smith has a metal band. It's called Wicked Wisdom. This was news to me. Um, they did a couple years of Ozfest, and I had like a real. And I it's had not like a vanity project for an actor. Big hopes, yeah, for Wicked Wisdom's videos during Jada Pinkett Smith. If you have Jada Pinkett Smith, I am expecting. I, yeah. I look. I don't. Do she I need knows. it to be like set it off level productions? No. 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 But do I expect some showmanship? Yes. Yeah. Did I get it? No, I did not. They what? were they were the exact same quality as any other new metal band on their first album without like label support. They were very similar to like Evanescence. There's one where they're in a graveyard and she's summoning all these bald heads up. Just they heads. are. I will say the band's pretty good. She I has will a say good, that like, they metal are, voice. We are definitely in metal territory. Like it's not pleasant to listen to, which I think is a success in this. <laughs> For you, that's a qualifier. I think, yeah, in this in this world, that that is a, is a status symbol. <laughs> I didn't know Wicked Wisdom existed, so that's another yeah. thing I'm going to listen to. She's the vocalist. Yeah, she and sure I, is. It seems like it, like there were. It took a long time to get through them. Like they moved the the plot of the video moved very slow, and so did the song. I think every, I think we both thought we'd have a ringer on our list. We're like, guess what? I watched. Yeah. Did and she? Was, oh, did she do the? A repeated two lines spoken word angst portion that so many of these have oh no 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 like uh one of the videos began with like a silent dramatic moment where she takes off her wedding ring and throws it on the ground so if if it wow. had been a, if that. it had been a hit this would have been like a controversial moment but yeah so far only two of us have seen it <laughs> so <laughs> and it's from like 2007 so yeah well let's take a break and then we'll come back with top threes cool Sounds good. So, Adam, did did you bring with you a list of your top three favorites this week? I did. Great. I could not decide because here's my deal. The criteria that I was going to use uh, after watching these, I was like, all right, is this, am I going to decide? And I know it's up to me. Do I pick the ones that are most representative of this, what I'm seeing in the videos? Because that would just mean 
wearing coveralls in a chain link basement, hugging myself, making big stupid eyes at the camera mm-hmm. to freak people out. Right. And all doing that into a fisheye lens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I said, I don't like that after watching all these. And I was like, I'm going to pick the stuff that I just genuinely enjoy. And so I found myself not picking songs I liked. And I just wanted to honor the music video podcast and pick it on video basis. Wow. I appreciate that. I do appreciate that. Thank you. It seems like a straightforward conceit. Ryan gets mad at me every week when I talk about songs. Every week I say this is a video podcast, not a song podcast. But it's also sometimes an excuse for me having such bad taste in songs. I think that's why I shied away from picking ones that I liked. Because then I didn't have to reveal that I still enjoy Break Stuff by Limp Bizkit. I mean, if I ever decide that I want to try to run like a nine minute mile, I'll definitely listen to Drowning Pool again. Yeah. As you should. I also would listen to... uh, Dragula by Rob Zombie. This I'm going to get distracted. He's <laughs> not new metal, but that song is awesome. Oh, but <laughs> that's, so is the video. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I yeah, it's not my top three, but that's a good running song. I think uh, Intergalactic is a good running song. Also a great karaoke song. One of my favorites. Wow, these will all be great for a running songs episode, Ryan. <laughs> so my number three um, is. Boom by P.O.D. Wow, that's my number one. Is it really? Yes. Because <laughs> what, uh, should we wait? Should we get into it now? No, we'll do it now. We'll just do like a just, big. Just do it now. Because it hits on the theme of like fighting back against yeah. being the, the, the guy who's getting picked on. And mm-hmm. it does it in a way that isn't just cry, whine, scream, yell, break stuff. They're playing ping pong. It's fun. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. I, I, the reason why it's my number one is because I got to it pretty early on in this process and it just came in like a breath of fresh. And I was like, oh, I'm, I want to just like live in this world forever. I'm shaking my head, agreeing so hard. It is because I was trapped in a dungeon basement full of, what are Slipknot fans called? Maggots. That's not true. Yes, it is. Uh, Oh. Maggots are the gro- that's risotto that's eating you. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what Slipknot. That's, that's what Slipknot's fans are called. They're the original like directioners. But uh, I had been like just like seeing all of this happen, just like a sea of shirtless white men with questionable bangs just beating each other up, and then to see like a fun ping pong tournament between two Christian metal bands was just like really the the gift I didn't know I needed. It was so fun. It's it's so beautiful. Th- there and POD stands for listeners payable on death. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you what I thought it stood for? This is something that oh, I am, yeah, this came up yesterday. I am exposing myself. I'm being vulnerable <laughs> on the microphone. I'm not embarrassed by this. I am proud to tell you that I thought POD stood for puddle of mud. I thought it was the same band. <laughs> and now you might be thinking those aren't the right letters. Mm-hmm. And now I realize that that is what I, I should have looked for context clues. Mm-hmm. I thought POD is what like you called them if you were their big fan. Like if you like call a band by their initials. I was like, oh yeah, that's what that is. No. It's not. <laughs> two different bands with two very different like vibes. And POD then, is is Christian. POD yeah. is Christian, but Three Days Grace is not. Correct. And Three Days Grace is the most Christian sounding three words there are. Well. Three Days Grace. It's like the three days, like that's like Easter Sunday or whatever it would be like after Three Days Grace. The Triduum. Yeah. So I watched this video too, but just for, for our listeners, could you guys walk through like 
a little bit of what the plot is of Boom. So happy to do it. Mm-hmm. A, I think POD is uh, sonically they're fine. I could listen to them. The, the singer's voice isn't grating. He doesn't do the growl thing too much. I just heard a live at a Walgreens today, and I was really happy to hear it. <laughs> That's exactly where POD wanted to be in 2019. Uh-huh. Um, they enter. There's a long, slow intro to the song, and they slow-mo enter in matching red Adidas track suits. Uh-huh. And you're like, where are these guys going? You figure they're just going out to a stage, but they go to a like the center of an arena to play. Right ping pong sparsely populated in the audience very a, sparsely populated as a ping po- or, excuse me we should say table tennis a table tennis championship <laughs> yeah. would be uh, is and, there a difference between ping pong and table tennis i think table tennis is like uh, the olympic sport is called table tennis okay i think we probably call it ping pong for not good reasons i think that oh i would not be surprised if that was the case yikes but so let's go I to never table thought tennis of that. and then That's smart adam and i'm bad for not realizing that this is you nope. know we're here to learn okay and, and so they're at all a table it. tennis tournament exactly and you know what people play beer pong they don't call call it beer table tennis right so like it's it's built into a beer tennis that, would be weird though if you had actual paddles i would like that it could be fun <laughs> um <laughs> it, it, so they're at a table tennis tournament mm-hmm. against uh countries from around the world yeah they just you can tell because they're all wearing coordinating yes. team outfits yeah. as well and they just play table tennis throughout this, uh, throughout Boom. And Boom is just a song about uh, being uh, loud or like going boom. Um, That's what having, it sounds like. Having energy. It's like boom. Here comes the boom. I got the boom. We're just going to go boom, boom, boom. And they're just like, they're just having fun playing a table tennis tournament. The, the They play against Sweden at the end, which is... Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 t- the team of Sweden is played by uh, fellow Christian metal group Blindside. Really? Yes. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. Uh thanks for digging. That's a cool little tidbit. They play three different teams, and one thing I appreciate is that every band member rotates in and plays a match. Ah. And the first guy <laughs> wins, and the second guy loses, and then the next guy wins, and then the next guy loses, and they have to go in and do this Matrix style like final hit to win it all and they bring in the fifth guy and he does that flying yeah, yeah. and that's yeah and then they get into a big bench clearing brawl <laughs> there's a big fight at the end of course uh this was directed by uh gavin bowden who directed a bunch of like lesser red hot chili peppers videos he directed you- aeroplane and suck my kiss and uh he directed my own worst enemy by lit and he directed um, oh, hit, hit me Hanging by a Moment by Lifehouse. That's in 3 a.m. by Matchbox 20. Those are, that is a, you just put up a, not a, maybe in a, a a robber's row, not quite a murderer's row of like late 90s rock. That's, that guy's got a good little resume there. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to bring up that I touched on is that uh, a lot of these songs have this repetitive two lines kind of spoken word thing that they'll do as maybe an extended kind of bridge towards the end of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, Can we hear an example? Yeah. So this song has one. He, he says, is that all you got? I'll take your best shot. And he repeats it. Yeah. And he repeats it. Uh, and like the Papa Roach video or song, he says something much more like scary and sinister, but he's saying, I can't go on living this way, but he like breathes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
yeah. over. And so they all, there's so many of these that do that. So mm. POD, this guy's got a decent, he's a vocalist. I wouldn't call him a singer. Yeah. He sounds good, but then he does, he stoops to this thing anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked it. I, it was, it was the, the reason why it's my number one is because it's the only one of these that I would ever see myself, uh, intentionally enjoying again. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, I was hoping to sync up with one on one of these, so that's my number three. Yep. It's also my number one, but we'll get to that when we... Nice. I'll reveal that when we get there. <laughs> yeah, can't wait. I, I'm on pins and needles. Uh, my number three, though, is a band we've already touched on briefly uh, from Adam's home state of Florida. Oh, here we go. And it is... Uh, equally, it's a fun video. People are having fun in it. Uh, and it is by a band called Limp Bizkit for Roland. Oh, yes. Oh, I knew this was going to come up. So <laughs> uh, is it like a, a visually adventurous music video? No. No. Not much groundbreaking is happening in it. But again, I'm looking for things that are fun. Like I like yeah. to see people having fun and are not in danger people who are not who i'm not legitimately worried about their safety i mean if you read about lint biscuit at woodstock 99 they have put people in danger well i guess that's <laughs> true been but like this fires. was after this i was, watched that this live. was after woodstock 99 mm-hmm. this was for this was the lead single for chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water which mm-hmm. came out october 17th 2000 which uh i cannot <laughs> believe that you know that i looked it up today oh, okay um the chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water was had a position of prominence in my CD wallet. It was because, huge. It was a huge hit. So you, because you know, I don't know. It, I'm sure that you all know this, but when you were going on a school trip, Circle yeah. Y2K. If you're in like the marching band, for yes. example. Yeah. Let's say that you're in, let's say that you play mellophone in the marching band and you happen to be going up to Minnesota for a band competition. Yeah. Purely hypothetical. You got to yeah. you got to pack up two and a half hours worth of tunes. Yeah. You really want to front load the CD wallet so that if you do like a swap, right, with like a cool drumline person, they don't think you're a fucking nerd. Right. So, yeah, I front loaded it with definitely I had uh Morning View and Make Yourself by Incubus yeah. in the front of that. And I had chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water right up there. And it was mostly because I wanted to hear Roland. And also because Fred Durst is my fourth weirdest celebrity crush. No one can blame you, actually. <laughs> if you think about how big they were at the time. And let me say this. Fred Durst lots directed of, this lots video. Lots of low shorts and high socks. Low shorts, high socks, backwards hat. Just below the knee exposure, yeah. <laughs> which is just tantalizing. <laughs> yeah, really got that like hot, hot calf. <laughs> What about the very beginning with the Ben Stiller, yes. Stephen so, Dorff cameo, and, so he, and opens, he lip syncs the spoken stuff? Which I don't, okay, I don't love the spoken stuff. Good. What goes through this plot-wise? Okay. The plot of the video is First Ben's, of all, shout out to music video podcast regular Stephen Dorff. Stephen Dorff, once more. Practically our yep. ma- mascot. So when I saw Stephen Dorff come into this, I knew it had to be in my top three. I forgot he was in this, otherwise I would have brought it up earlier. Uh, he's in so many so videos. So many. And he's always as a movie star, which Stephen Dorff right now is not. 
Nope. He always plays a bigger star than he is. We brought that up too. Yep. Steven Dorff and Ben Stiller, playing Steven Dorff and Ben Stiller, roll up in a Bentley. Are they in a Bentley? Bentley, yeah. Yeah. Roll up in a Bentley to a valet played by Fred Durst. Fred Durst. Actually, he's at a valet stand just sitting on a bench. He's not actually the valet. Yep. To a valet stand where Fred Durst is, who Fred Durst is not playing Fred Durst. Like, they don't know that it's Fred Durst. Although Fred Durst is in the Fred Durst uniform of, like, a backwards red hat, a white shirt, a long short, a white sock. Uh, So I don't know how they didn't recognize him. They hand Fred Durst their keys. Fred Durst lip syncs the spoken word introduction to Roland, which is way too long. It is... It is like it seems like it's like a minute. It's probably like eight seconds. It could be one. It's, like it could be him just saying like, "You know what time it is." And the <laughs> and instead of it being that, it's like, "Oh yeah, rolling. We're gonna get rolling, baby. Yeah, baby. You oh. know what time it is. It's time to get rolling." Oh yeah, it's <laughs> like rough. please stop, just please, please stop. And then he just picks up their Bentley, drives around uh, L.A., New York. New York. Oh yeah, drives around New York, uh, and then they perform on top of the World Trade Center, the South Tower. Uh, <laughs> on uh, this is real. I read this. This is dark. I read it too. Uh, so. The Roland Video received the award for Best Rock Video at the 2001 MTV Video Music Awards. On September 10th, 2001, Lid Biscuit received a letter from the World Trade Center thanking them for featuring the towers in the video. Wow. Yeah. Is that on Wikipedia? That is on Wikipedia. Here, here's what I need you to do. Mm-hmm. I need you to go to where that's referenced and notice that it says Dead Link after that. Wow. That's dark it's a cover-up it's the government took it jet out. fuel can't melt <laughs> okay, steel steel beam. Beam. okay it can't the melting point does not okay. line up with the structural qualities of, of the steel used in that structure listen the music video podcast thanks our first responders <laughs> as vehemently as we deny all as we decry all forms of islamophobia in this country uh my also uh, what i would say also oh. is that I feel like we've also, we've lost the art of sending a thank you note. I agree, and I like that. That is, uh, I think, what I part also, of Lint Biscuit's history. What I also was really impressed about in the in the Roland video by Lint Biscuit is is how good to the Bizcats we are. The uh, the the ladies doing backup dancing for oh who for are Fred in Durst. his uniform mm-hmm. in the in the leftover Puff Daddy video yeah and they well they they performed with him when he did um uh, yes Nookie oh, at something yeah. there's like yeah. an army of biz cats they always get to wear comfortable shoes yeah they're always in like just like a like shell a sneaker top. yeah and flowing pants yeah, yeah. and yeah. they're just like gals in like a white t shirt and just have like. Like whatever color hair they have, and it doesn't matter because you're gonna put them in a and red hat. And then they put them in a red hat, and then they just like do like very casual bro dancing. They just do like a roll and roll and roll and roll. A thing that I noticed in these videos, there's a lot of jokes to be made about like angry white guys in these bands, but band to band in these like crowd scenes, the diversity of the fans that they represent. There's all body types. There's lots of different like races and like there's it's always a much denser 
group of people than you would expect there to be. You would expect it to all be like yeah. the Slim Shady video where it's all the exact same white kid over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they really, and I think, I think some part of the of better, it, it, it's, it really, it's a real strong bell curve as you get into like the good end of metal bands oh, versus sure. the bad ends. For but, sure, yeah. Yeah. But in this, like, this cross section that I dipped into this week, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised with this. And it's also lots of young people and just like the diversity of young fans of these bands that are chosen to be like extras in the crowds and stuff. It's refreshing. Yeah. Well, it, it was a nice it, surprise. It's also kind of a testament to just how big this stuff really was. Like, it's not yeah. good, it, but it was what <laughs> I liked. Yeah. And, uh, and so I'm not bumping it all the time but i'll still check in with this stuff every once in a while like, oh yeah i will for her her play rolling <laughs> like rolling at the gym why yeah, not yeah, yeah why not do it for yourself it yeah. feels good yeah this is a guilty pleasures free podcast yeah, yeah. no and i it, but i i knew i loved it then but plenty of people can be you know angry or mad at mom and dad and this stuff really right really gets it to you so. yeah we really get it Ryan, yes. What is your number three? Well, my number three is one of these bands that's on this list that probably isn't really new metal. I will say uh, a quick honorable mention. I watched a lot of Evanescence because Amy Lee is basically the biggest sure. uh, woman in this genre, like the biggest star. And uh, there was one video in particular, a crossover with the band called Seether for a song called Broken mm-hmm. that is basically like when the guy from Stained covered Black by Pearl Jam. It's just like a, sort of their like ballad of this genre. And the reason I almost picked it is because she wears just like a tank top, but then like black the guy angel Stained? wings, like black Aaron Lewis. Aaron Lewis. Eyebrow ring. Didn't he sing It's Been a While? Yeah. Yep. Um, but I picture what Amy Lee wore in this video as being a thing that probably lots of her fans wore to concerts. You just need a pair of like Raven's wings. and you Sure. Can, like, Imagine sell. me behind that girl at the concert. Yeah. Um, but my true number three is uh, by a band called Finger Eleven. Canadian. Yeah. It's a, it's a, a band based on uh, an anomaly, a physical anomaly. Oh. Um, and it's a song called <laughs> Paralyzer. Uh, Paralyzer, if you listen to it, you would not think it's a new metal song. It sounds like it could definitely be like a match, uh, Maroon 5 song. I feel like that, that to me would indicate that it is not a new metal song. But a lot of these new metal hit songs sounds like were made by like bands that were heavier otherwise. Like I think Drive by Incubus is sort of there like more than words. And then <laughs> they really have like some heavier <laughs> songs. I would buy that. So I'm yeah. going to pretend that Finger Eleven has a lot of just really like... Songs they don't, and that this is their like mainstream dance song. It isn't. Uh, Finger Eleven is the band that I said was made up of the Lesser Wahlbergs. You sound it's just... like Ron Howard from Arrested Development. It wasn't. <laughs> he didn't. Um, they're playing on the roof of a building. They're singing this song, and then on the street below, uh, there's a man and woman passing each other on opposite sidewalks, and once in a while they'll they'll break out into a dance on the sidewalk, and then. As the video progresses, uh, more people sort of spring out from them, and they each have like a like a full dance troupe. Um, are they battling each other, or are they synchronized? Uh, it's like a, a flirtatious battle. I like that. And there, another... there's lots of like wavy arms and legs, and it's real modern. Um, this is the only video that I have jotted down the um, choreographer for because I was like, this has to have a real choreographer. Her name is Tracy Phillips. And before this, she appeared as a dancer in uh, 
uh, Helena by My Chemical Romance. Oh, one yeah, of my favorites. Love that. Bath Water by No Doubt. Also love that. And Live in La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin. Also love. So she's got some, really love that. some dance love. cred. And uh, she choreographed this. Everybody wears sort of like full black, uh, like Matrix suits, like Mr. Smith suits. Okay. Yeah. Um, which makes the multiplying people kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's a thing that's just like, it was surprising to see something sort of like graceful in this genre. And just like, it, it's just a, a celebration of uh, the human form. Uh, and one of wow. the, uh, like, Finger Eleven's a real triple threat here. There, <laughs> We'll call it, well, what you're describing, I did not watch this particular video, but as you said earlier with the POD video, that sounds like a breath of fresh. Yeah, that does sound sure. like yeah. a breath of fresh. I would say that it's a breath of fresh because it's so completely off topic that of course it is, but sure. I I'll don't you know. I, I know mean, the song Paralyzer. Wait, wait for the rest of mine because there's... <laughs> As always, my top three is up for debate. It's got one hand in my pocket. It's number one over here. <laughs> so this is, I'll give you just a quick glimpse of like what I mean by, by multiplying people. So, like that. Oh. Where people just come out of nowhere. Okay. Like coming out of her suit. Anyway. So quick aside about Finger Eleven. My buddy Russell Dow that I went to fifth grade and middle school with. Shout out we, to Russell. Shout out Russell. Um, and then we just, you know, went our separate ways as you do sometimes. Yeah. Um, he turned me on to the band Finger Eleven. I can remember Paralyzer now that you've said it. I don't know them well at all, uh, but I would not have thought of them as this uh, topic unless I saw them on a list, which I did. I there's a Finger Eleven song that was on just pop radio though. Is why I am. Well, this is like question. I mean, this. this is for sure one. This is like because there was a Finger hit. Eleven song that no, was like not a, a ballad. perfect person one. Yeah. No, well that's. Isn't that... Oh, that's the one with the silly name. Yeah. Stranger Love... Hoobastank. Hoobastank. I was like, I'm going to find it with these noises. Yeah. There's there's a Finger Eleven song that was like a, very similar to that. Like it would be on like a Spotify mix with that for sure. Like the reason by Hoobastank is track three and this Finger Eleven Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's track four. But it was... Um, that was my introduction to Finger Eleven in general. So that's why I'm side-eyeing this choice so well, hard but here's so the i might deal. i might be incorrect this might be a situation of like that's there uh every rose has its thorn and some of the other songs are some of poison's right. harder hits <laughs> yeah. right yeah at the drive-in <laughs> yeah i well i always think about that the the kind of entry point like drive with incubus like that one uh under the bridge by red hot chili pepper exactly sure. yeah. in no yeah. way representative of what they sound like most of the time right, right. i ended and up especially with, not at that point no not even close. Yeah. Uh, the Finger Eleven thing. I ended, Russell entered me in to be in this like fan club when they were first like coming out. And so wow. at, at some point in like seventh grade, I ended up with like 200 Finger Eleven stickers that were like probably five by seven inches. And so there was one on like every drawer of my dresser growing up. And so my brother will know this when he hears it. So I had to reference it. I'm like, I couldn't let this, I didn't want to wow. go to any second we passed, but I'm like, this is wow. like a part of my youth and my brother. So it's got to come up. Wow. Yeah, Shout so that's out. my number three. Great job. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so contentious. So Adam, yeah, let's hear your number two. Uh, I've made a late game switch here. Nice. Switch it up. Um, I'm bumping my two to one and my one down to two. And wow. So that makes my new number two, When Worlds Collide by Power Man 5000. I hope Is I didn't, I didn't, I hope I didn't have about? A, a hand in its demotion. You did not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, you may have had a hand in the other's promotion. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, 
<laughs> How are we doing, Chris? <laughs> Long uh, day. <laughs> uh, we we touched on Power Man 5000. It came up. We we talked about Spider Zombie and that. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, it's like a underground fifth element hand lasers. You're fighting a guy who has pins in his head like the Hellraiser guy. Can There's I like morphing, right? Like question. they morph from costume to costume kind yeah. of. Yeah. Which is a very boy band trope. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask one thing just real quick? Yes. yes. Spider Zombie. Yes. Real person. Is that his is that on his credit card? Probably I love that that Rob Zombie kept Rob. Right. Because making your last because, name zombie is a big statement. And so he's I like, guess I didn't know Andy Zombie. Yeah. I didn't know definitively that Rob Zombie's name wasn't Rob Zombie. I mean I get that it isn't, but like it could be. Like I know John Legend's name isn't John Legend. But like, I didn't know that John Legend's name wasn't be. John Legend. It's not. It's John Stevens. Oh. Okay, so oh. but 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 Spider like Zombie is not a first and last name. That is That's just two things. Yeah, that's just that's a thing. Like two a spider zombie. Yeah. You real put quick, your I, I have I have like a spider the receipts that has here. risen from the dead. Uh Rob Rob Zombie's real name is Robert Cummings. And wow. then associated acts, Spider I have Cummings. Power Man 5000. Spider Cummings. Uh-huh. Spider Cummings, please. Uh, I hope his real name is Spider. So his like name... It's like a Shooter Jennings situation. His name in the band is Spider One. Uh-huh. Like so a now I'm clicking on Spider One. His name is Michael Cummings. Boo. Come on. All right. Just you couldn't Mike? just be Michael Zombie? Mike, yeah. Mike yeah. Zombie? Mike, Mike Zombie. That's great. That's way better. Yeah. Mike Spider. Zombie's fine. Spider Zombie. Like it's like I smash the spider, but it just won't die. Well, yeah. and that would even be a zombie spider, I think. Yeah, I. That's why I have problems with it. All right. Well, I don't. That anyway. Has no de- detraction on how good this video is. It's like, it's like a sci-fi. What did I call it? It's a it's a Tim Burton Fifth Element. I loved it. There's fisheye lens, so it's representative of the genre. Uh, and it, they do the transformation thing. It starts like you've got an oval on a on like a transistor radio. And sure enough, we just keep zooming, and now we're in another plane, and the it, band inside, is performing. I like inside that. It, yeah. uh, there's a lot. I watched a lot of things inside of other things. It just yeah. keeps happening. Yeah, that's represented. We saw that a lot, obviously in corn, but Link, in... Lincoln Park, um, mm-hmm. Paper Cut. Oh, yep. they're on like a sitcom set, and then the other where in the world is the, the building is like H.R. Giger, like yeah, veins. Yeah, I did. And, I forgot to mention this when yeah. we gave honorable mentions. Uh, there was a video that I did really enjoy by Lincoln Park that I uh, didn't get to touch on, which was um, uh, One Step Closer, where they are in like a warehouse practice room that they have to share with zombies, mm-hmm. or not zombies, with ninjas monks. in yeah. monks. Yeah. Ninjas and monks who just fly throughout the air. They're just there. And then two kids are like like in, not to bring up Michael Jackson twice on this podcast, but... Uh, Two kids, a la Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, like are trying to sneak into the practice space, mm-hmm. and like sneak in and accidentally knock over some boxes, which is right at the "shut up when I'm talking to you" part. And he really just scares the bejesus out of those kids, and they sprint away. They hightail it out of there because mostly because he then like flips upside down. And is just like levitating in the air with the ninjas. How do you maintain strong, breath, which I really breath support while upside down? He can do it. It's I I appreciated it mostly for the cinematic parallels to Bonnie Tyler's Toad Eclipse of the Heart, where there's also like secret ninjas in a practice space. Right. 
What has recently become revealed to me, and probably to you too, at least on a subconscious level, is that Chris heard this category and was like, as many times as I can tie these to videos <laughs> way outside the ballpark. I did this, not, I did not walk into this attempting to do that, <laughs> yeah. but after seeing so many things, I just saw that there. this is not a scary place to be mm-hmm. when you recognize how how much in common this has with everything else. Like how much in common this has with every boy band video with the changing outfits, with every like dramatic pop video with like Oh, the Paramount 5000 has a lot. Yeah. For sure with boy bands. Yeah. What would you say his powers are? Uh so he definitely has uh like force lightning from his hands. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um like like Celine Dion in that one YouTube video. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Send me a link. I don't know it. I'll show you after this. But if it's, it's literally half a second long. But... <laughs> um, and then there was really just a a general power to rock, I think. Because yeah. Pinhead in this video was, before he broke free of the guards, he was enjoying the music. Is Pinhead a person in Power Man 5000? Pinhead is the baddie from Hellraiser. Now, I know you're not a horror movie fan, but he's, no. he's pretty iconic. He's His very face pasty. is full of like... Like, it's like they took a uh, graphing paper, mapped it over uh-huh. his head, and put at every intersection, put like a uh, So it's like nails. really, okay. And so this guy looks like that, but instead of having them very like one and a half inches by one and a half inches apart, there's yeah. just like big spikes, you know, and he's, mm. he looks very like Battlestar Galactica. That's Pinhead. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I can act like an, like an in-process acupuncture patient. Right. That is a much better way to describe it. Great. But also, like, you cooked brownies and, like, started to cut them, and but didn't pull them out of the sheet yet, because he's got the lines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love some brownies. Yeah. Brownies are great. Anyway. When Worlds Collide by Power Man 5000, it was on TRL a lot also. What is the 5000 of Power Man 5000? Well, the first 4,999 iterations didn't work out. That so name was is... taken. Mm. <laughs> Got it. It was the their that, AOL screen name. Yeah, I was gonna say they they couldn't get that as an AIM yeah, screen was, name, so they had to go, they started with Power Man One. That's right. Yeah, and they just kept adding a number at the end. And maybe Mike Zombie was taken, so he's just like fine spider. It's fine spider. Uh, this video also had breasts in it. Wow, lots of like pasties, un, like uncensored. Just well pasties. Yeah, it, but it was like it, back then. Like now, I feel like every there's plenty of videos that are like very revealing, yeah. and these aren't like just in your face, but there's like. There's pasties abound. Well, and this was the era where things could be censored and you had the threat of it not being shown on TV. Oh yeah. And, and so that is more shocking from then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's not like a new video is online anyway. Mm -hmm. Right. It's not the bulk of the video, but I saw it and it was, this is nowhere in the other one. So I was like, Oh, well that jumps out. I like that. I like that a lot. (laughs) That's my number two power man. 5,000 when worlds collide. Awesome. Chris, what is your number two? My number two is a video. It is not very fun. The, my other my other two, and I've, I guess I've already said all my three at this point because my number one is Boom and my number three is Rollin', which are both just like silly fun videos, which mm-hmm. just like really gave me like a glimpse of a glimpse of hope in this bleak, bleak category. Um, my number two also was like kind of a breath of fresh, but for different reasons because it's not very fun, but it is very cinematically interesting and it's almost like kind of i mean it really is just like a short film Mm -hmm. um it's a song it's it's by slipknot 
It's a song called Snuff. Ooh, I did not watch this one. Oh, I it's like a uh, an erotic thriller. Yeah, it's a big it's, puzzle. It is like very well filmed, I will say. So, uh it was so I looked it up cuz I thought it was for sure directed by somebody of big. note. Like yeah. I thought it would it it looks very similar to um Oh god, it look it probably has a lot of like David Fincher-esque qualities Definitely, to it, yeah. I would say. Oh. Like it's very like sort of like noir-esque and like the, mysterious and there's yeah. a lot of like surveillance footage. It reminded me of like Brian De Palma movies. So yes, there's lots of yeah. like mistaken identity and and like women and broken glass and stuff. Yeah, it's directed by and by I say directed and when I say I looked it up, it's in like the title credits of the video, but I just mm-hmm. didn't really put it together. It's directed by Clown from Slipknot. Oh, good job! Yeah, I had to. And this is and a maskless uh, Slipknot. Yes, well, only Corey Taylor's in it, and he's maskless. And it's also directed by P.R. Brown, who P.R. Brown is. Uh, um, he's done some commercial work, but he's a he's mainly a, a like graphic designer. He worked okay. at Pentagram forever. Pentagram does um, branding, and uh, they do a lot of album cover design. He did the the album. He was like the art director for the Antichrist Superstar album cover. Oh yeah, and the Mechanical album, or Mechanical, mechanical animals. animals. Yeah, like most of that look. Uh, and then I think a few more Marilyn Manson things after that. But he's done like a lot of graphics work in the genre, but never directed any videos. So it was interesting that he was in it. Um, but the plot of the video is a maskless Corey Taylor, who looks a lot like a third good charlotte brother yeah yeah very much oh (laughs) that sucks i I think i like his vocals i think that's a compliment to all of them yeah just like madden just like line their faces up they do look a lot they do look very similar all right i'm gonna take your word on it i don't i don't love this for Corey taylor but okay (laughs) Anyway, <laughs> Corey Taylor. So Snuff is like a ballad, kind of, uh, and he. So he's like waiting outside a car. There, a black car pulls up to this apartment complex. A lady gets out of the car, buzzes inside. Um, the buzzes inside to her apartment. The uh, um, like the doorman. The, the doorman security guard. is played by. It was uh, Malcolm uh, McDowell. Malcolm McDowell from Clockwork Orange. Orange. Ooh. Um, and he so uh, Clockwork Orange buzzes her in, lets her in. She goes up to her apartment. Uh, Corey Taylor is like following at close range behind her, and it's like, what's happening? What's going on? Is he a stalker? Is he like, why is he so creepy? What's so weird about this? He like breaks into her apartment and is like smelling everything. Like he picks up her shoe and sniffs it, and he likes she like pours a glass of wine and he like picks it up and like gets like all up in her face with or like all up in his face with it and then he like lays down on the bed while she's like getting ready in the bathroom and she like grabs a shirt off of the bed and then like just walks out and leaves and then she like bends down to pet a dog and then her neighbor is like well her neighbor is coming in and has a dog and he like bends down or the uh the woman bends down to like pet the dog mm-hmm. and the dog starts like barking and growling and the neighbor is like, who are you? And then she is like walking out the door and she drops something. And then um, Clockwork Orange is like, hey, you dropped this. 
and he hands it to her, and we see that the woman is Corey Taylor in drag. Oh. So he comes home, lays himself down, goes out new identity style? Well, and then it, like, flashes back, and we see all of this again. And so the first time, I watched it twice because I really could not figure out what happened. Because at some point in this, he, like, breaks the wine glass and cuts his hand open with it and, like, bandages it up. And so I was like, oh, is what really happened, he murders this woman in this apartment and then assumes her identity. And like, Yeah, right. Um, but I don't think that's what it is. Because when we flash back, it flashes back and it does everything that we've seen again. And you see Corey Taylor in drag. Like doing all of those things and not the woman who we saw originally. And we never see that okay. woman's face. Yeah. Okay. And so we see her, well, we see her face when she gets out of the car the first time, I think. Do we? Okay. I think we do. But, um, but then you see her, like you see him as her get out of the car. So anyway, like you see that, like he broke into this apartment that he used to like live in with this woman by dressing as her. Uh, so that, he could just like be there, I guess. And it's like really creepy and like, I don't know. I like, it's filmed really well and I really enjoyed just like trying to piece it all together. Yeah. And to get that from a Slipknot song and video is kind of unexpected. And so I just enjoyed that. Nice pick. I haven't seen it, but I say nice pick. Yeah. It's good. Ryan. Yes. What's your number two? Uh, My number two, I've decided is not debatable in the finger 11 way. Great. Uh, my number two is by I'm Marilyn. I'm glad that you've decided that. I, yeah. yeah I'm, we'll probably be the judge. Of I that almost guy. spoiled it. I started to say it. Um, yeah, Taylor. I'm the agent of my choice. Uh, my number two is by Marilyn Manson, who Hello. is definitely a, a metal band okay. adjacent adjacent to like the goth world. Sure. Mm-hmm. What Very theatrical. Marilyn Manson video is it? But the Mechanical Al- Animals album okay. brings in lots of like drum loops and samples yep. and, and his verses are done very like sort of chanting and it's cl- close to his version of rap the video that i've chosen is the dope show yeah yeah uh, the dope show is the the character from the cover of the album mm-hmm. which i believe is called omega there's alpha and omega i alpha. like that you said you believe it's called omega as if you didn't look it up i did but i don't remember and it's i'm not gonna like this okay. is what i'm not gonna read to you from okay um alpha is i believe marilyn manson and omega is the band that is that contains this alien um, in the video. This is this alien that has like uh, it's naked, but it has no like exposed genitalia. Mm-hmm. Um, it has like long red hair. Uh, there's these uh, early on. There are these guards who catch it with those things like a wolf where there's like a loop with sticks yep. where you can get it from far away, mm-hmm. um, which I think is like a nice touch. So it's, you know, they're all like hazmated up. Um, they study him and then eventually I'll say it, they study it. Or and it's uh, scooped up by Hollywood instantly, and is uh, in a limo with like movie stars and models, and there's like sort of a record executive, like a like a Hollywood agent guy played by Billy Zane in a blonde wig. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that Billy Zane was in the Dope Show. This is a yeah. big star pull at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, he was fresh off of Titanic. Yeah. He was literally fresh off the boat. Yeah. It's the next yeah. year. Um, Omega becomes a rock star and sings this song and is very like super, super duper glam. Um, and this is a, a thing that was from that era was pulling it more of like a David Bowie vibe. Big time. Wearing like big platform, like moon boots and like a red sequined uh, like jumpsuit. Um, but the thing when Omega becomes the rock star is then the world around 
starts to change a little bit. All the cops are wearing like hot pink uniforms and it's starting to look a little more like, like then Omega's having this influence. Um, and a thing that I think is so fascinating about it is there's this little bomb to drop in this really heavy bro genre. Like there's a lot of problematic things that we could talk about with Marilyn Manson. Yes. Um, one of his newest videos is him and Johnny Depp in like an orgy with groupies, which is mm-hmm. like, let's, let's not guys, let's, let me both take a break. Um, right. But in like 1998 for someone to go like full glam in this like hyper, like I do toxic genre, testosterone genre to make somebody sure. Yeah. Like we're going to this concert and this guy is wearing like pink platforms. I do and, like and that. Lipstick so I will and, say, and I also have... it's not a play on like, isn't it funny that, that Marilyn Manson's right. in drag. Right. It's like, this is a different persona and, this is another way to like express power. Yeah. I do what I, I, I have said on this podcast before and I do think that Marilyn Manson is very boring. Uh, there's that famous, Marilyn, like one of the most famous onion headlines is Marilyn Manson now shocking people door to door. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've never seen that. And yeah. That's delicious. Marilyn Manson's whole thing of like, like the t- anything I've ever read about Marilyn Manson on tour, like ripping always pages like, out of a that's Bible. literally what I was gonna say. Like, dare me? Watch and this. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we get it. You're like, yeah, yeah you got it. Aren't cool. I shocking? Yeah, and Boo. he and he and dips out of I, this later on. Went back to write his old tricks, right? But at that, and that's really where most of my thing is coming from. Is that if if like the mechanical animals evolution had like continued in a different way like then if after that we had gotten a, a third thing right then maybe i would think differently but the fact that it was like act one act two and then just more of act more one more of act one yep really is so boring no me. i agree with that but i think this he- point of Marilyn manson like i i think was it's very akin to like courtney love's glam period yeah. that was happening in, at the same time which is like, oh, we were getting a second thing we didn't know was possible. It's also you see a, a move. I, I could be interested. And it a was move more with, like a phase than it was. A, yeah. There's a similar move with Smashing Pumpkins where they became a, a very heavy band for a second. Sure. Where they put together that excellent rock opera <laughs> called Tonight Tonight. <laughs> anyway. That is not. It. We're not going to anyway. talk about that, that, this many episodes. <laughs> Adam, what is your number one? My number one was my number two, as I said before, and I realized I like the song, always have, and this is Claymation coming back, Um, or perhaps it's stop motion. It looks jerky enough to be Claymation, Okay, Uh, but it is a song that I think is very true to the genre, Um, has has all the tropes of the videos, and then just near and dear to my heart with the Claymation. It is a song called Push It by the band Static X fronted by Wayne Static, who I implore you to Google image now. Okay, hold on. He has hold like uh, vertical hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched some of his. And like a pharaoh Hall of the Kings in Egypt goatee, as many <laughs> of these people do. Yeah. Oh, boy. So this is super industrial. Feel. Oh, the, boy. The band is in a lab. Yeah. He's doing hardcore crazy, like, look at me eyes the whole time. But right. his, his work, for some reason, they don't feel like a put-on. He, he just seems like he might actually be insane. Um, and then, true to form, we start off uh, behind one side of a door, and then we pull through into, like, a vault. 
the the band is playing somewhere and then you've got this little wiry uh like looks like it's made of metal like steampunk sort of parts character it's like anthropomorphic uh, but its face is just a circle with an x on it because static x and he basically goes through like a mega man level he pops into a centrifuge uh, spins around a bunch so they can do the like going into space right. force testing that james bond always had to go through as torture uh then is he grows tall hair like wayne static and there's like kind of electricity up there because static probably and this thing keeps just walking around it looks like a, an old like earthworm and jim kind of video game almost yeah um there's some tool videos it. that have similar sort of animation yes uh but tool is squarely not new metal no 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 i know okay that's why i didn't even go there what's his name wayne wayne <laughs> i like his hair i wonder if it stands up because of static i like to think Ooh. that's the primary factor here but super industrial I, there, we did, I can't believe we didn't touch on this earlier. A lot of these videos have reveals or twists at the end. Yeah. Uh, and so this this uh, cartoon fellow with the X face, who probably is just in a clay embodiment of Wayne Static, walks through this sewer dungeon lab industrial place and boom, ends up back where he started. And uh, there's a couple videos that are kind of like, the angsty ones especially are like, it was inside of you all right. along. And it feels like that without being as heavy handed. And much more playful. It's. I feel like it represents the genre. I like the song and the chugging guitars. I think the crazy front man is is weirdly charismatic. Uh, so this is my number one. Push it by Static X, a song I still listen to, occasionally on runs. Nice. I think um, that's just a great a theme of today. Is like, would you listen to this song on a run? Yeah. 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 Two hundred percent. Most of these I would. I think. Um, just to follow up. Uh, Wayne Static's name uh, was, he is another artist in this podcast who has passed away. Oh, uh, Yeah, he died in November of 2014. Oh. Um, his name was Wayne Wells. That's a good name. Yeah. People, uh, one of his nickname was, the one of his nicknames was the King of Evil Disco, which is kind of a fun, that's a, why not? The King I, of Evil Disco, I like that a lot. That's, and I think that comes through in the nature of this video. Here's a fun, here's some fun trivia for everybody. Maybe just for me. Maybe you guys already know this. Uh, he moved to Chicago as a young person. After moving to Chicago, Wells created the band Deep Blue Dream in 1987 with Ken J, Eric Harris, and Billy Corgan. What? Yeah. Nice. All right. That's a good bit of trivia that I did not know. Yeah. When they relocated to California, Static X was formed and with the people that he made that band with. Oh, he also has goggles on his head. This is very much a time when goggles on the head was a thing. Power Man 5000 also had that. Yeah. A lot of goggles. Never you never know worn. when you're going to go for a ski. I mean, right. I, I could have used them today. Ryan. So, yes. What is, is your number one? Is there anything else that you'd like to say about your number one? Uh, no, my number one was POD Boom. I think we covered it pretty effectively and completely. Nice. Cool. All right. My number one. Um, I chose this for a couple of reasons. One is that it is genuinely a great video. Um, it's one I had never seen. It's by a band I had heard of a million times. They have super passionate fans. I know people who like go to their concerts every chance they get. Never listened to them. No clue what was going on. Uh, they're called Ramstein. I didn't know if it was Ramstein or Ramstein or Ramstein. Ramstein. So well, I played a YouTube video asking, telling me how to pronounce it, and it said Ramstein. <laughs> hey, take it. I've never heard him call that, but that's all right. You say Ramstein. Uh, my my, my impulse was Romstein. 
Go with go with your impulse. This is your number one. It's by Romstein. The song is called Duhast. Oh yeah, it is. Uh, and it is. It's also a very uh, cinematic video. It's directed by some name, somebody named Philip Stolze, who directs like just bands in this genre. Mm-hmm. He directed some Evanescence videos. Um, it's another one that I thought for sure was like a big time director. No offense, Philip. You know, some someday. <laughs> um, so. Uh, in this video, there's this couple that in an old car, they pull up outside this like farmhouse and they're uh, very nervous about something. And the, the husband has a gun and they, they do like a very like passionate kiss goodbye. And then he walks into the house and inside the house, he finds Romstein who is dressed up sort of like gentlemen gangsters. Like they have on suits and they're wearing these masks that are cover half their face with a duplicate of that half of their face. Oh, these show masks you were kind of sexy. They're very I liked cool. This. So it's a mask that kind covers of like eye wa- eyes wide shutish. It's covering their eyes and nose with a picture of their own eyes and nose. Yeah, it's cool. I would sort of like one. Yeah, I think it would um, be. <laughs> it's a great like group Halloween costume. Yeah. yeah. Um, all of all of Romstein sort of fits the same description, but there's one that has long blonde hair, and I like his commitment to like whatever his deal is. Um. In in the house, in the farmhouse, the gangsters torture this man, we think. We're seeing him tortured. We're seeing him, like, set on fire, and he walks around like a burning stuntman, which I guess because that's what that was. Could, couldn't <laughs> have been that. Um, but outside, we see that the woman in the couple has gotten... She's outside the car. She's nervously smoking, and she's hiding behind the car. And then we see coming from the house, Romstein, and we think, oh, they're coming to get her but her husband is with them. And so this has all been a setup for like taking her out of the picture because when they cross away from her, the car explodes. And so it's either that she didn't have loyalty to his gang that he's part of. And he had to go like, she thought he was going to make some kind of deal or the bomb was meant to kill them both. And he went in, he went in and did make a deal like her for me. Yeah, or it's they just hate women. I mean, this this week of watching these videos was a lot of not great for women. Yeah, the best one that I saw was rolling by by Limp Biscuit. They're great to women in that video. Yeah, it's like here's well, an the easy ones... paycheck. We're not going to have strenuous dance moves. Yeah, you don't have to like do any sort of sexualization of yourself other than to be a woman in in my outfit you're all six feet away from fred durst this whole time and we're gonna pay you handsomely yeah sound good and i feel like uh amy lee is someone who is you know given the the center spotlight the only way she's treated unfairly and i maybe she's for this is that her band just shows up in jeans and t-shirts and then she wears a full like gothic like princess witch costume i mean it's like a proto florence of florence and the machine she's she's pretty closely she's there's ties to that there's ties to stevie nicks with her Mm -hmm. probably Mm -hmm. some big like theatrical like gothic rock bands that i don't know that's giving i would say amy lee has ties to like tori amos sure um i mind evanescence much less than you do i it is not my deal at all but i don't like you don't like hearing singing i respect her like tenacity and this this genre that is not super women friendly, but you don't like the way that she sounds or looks. I do. I feel like we could split the difference between, I don't mind her looks. (laughs) I do feel like her, her costume should, should 
they should all meet her where she is. They should be in like top hats and tails and gothic. I always like, agree with that. You, yeah. if I anyone don't has think... ever heard me talk about when Adam Sandler shows up at a fucking movie premiere uh, in yeah. gym shorts. Yeah. No, I, I think agree. that you have I to don't meet think she when should... Ed Sheeran and Beyonce get on stage Fuck and that. Ed Sheeran is in just like, like a t-shirt yeah. and like sweats and Beyonce is in well, like did a you see, ball gown. Yeah. Um, Regal. With this movie. Something else on. The movie that Seth Rogen is doing with Charlize Theron, he hired a stylist. Smart. Because he see? said that he knew he was going to be standing by Charlize Theron for six months and he wanted this to, is all I'm asking. to not be embarrassed. And Jesus so he Christ. has like, he's been parting his hair and wearing a suit everywhere. Yeah. Very fitting that on the new metal episode, we find a way to really credit Seth Rogen. <laughs> Finally. Um, yeah. Um, so I don't have in, beef with Amy Lee. I feel like just like I wish they would meet her costume wise. We need a third thing happening between those two voices. Because we have the guy who's just like shouting, Yeah. And then she's doing like a, yeah, like a, it's like the ghosts from the secret garden. Yeah. I had two more things to say about the, the Ramstein video. Yes. One is that whoever is the lead interrogator in the Ramstein video, I do not know if it is a member of... Am I saying Ramstein, Ramstein? Go with your heart. Whoever is the like lead person in that looks nearly identical to Bobby Cannavale. Like a German yeah. metal Bobby Cannavale. No, I, yeah, I can see that. And that is... Which fits great into my weird celebrity crushes theme. Although I don't think Bobby Cannavale is that weird of a celebrity crush, but I absolutely... No, it's it. this guy here on the left. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, the second thing is that I could not listen to another fucking second of these songs. So when I watched this Ramstein, Ramstein video, I still am going to second guess myself every time I say it. When I watched this video, I watched it on mute while singing aloud the song <laughs> Vacation by <laughs> yeah. the Go-Go's. It fits remarkably well because really the beginning, well. they're having a they're having a couple's argument. He yeah. leaves. It's like, oh, they're on a break. Honestly, try it and see if it works for you. Also, the Go-Go's, so, the Go-Go's should fully be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame by now. Oh, absolutely. That they're not. They have yeah, the best, like, uh, that, that, like, surfer uh, pop punk genre of drumming. They have the best in the biz. Oh, they have the best uh, uh, casual... Uh, lead singer dancing of anybody <laughs> in the world. <laughs> yeah, she's just doing like those. Yeah, she just does like a kick. And kick. Yeah, can't do it without rattling the the boards here. But she can. Uh, and that's why she's the pro. Yeah, Belinda Carlisle. She should. She should have an award. I love this song, Du Hast. Uh, it's got a really good synth. Uh, solo in it goes and it's and I was it very impressed that you knew that song I when you came out yeah. well I, a uh, it was big at the time when I was really listening to all this stuff yeah uh, B I think it's on the Matrix soundtrack which I love and it kicks off with an, a Marilyn Manson song and then it's got like the propeller heads and and all this other stuff, but uh, it, Rage Against the Machine is the closing track, but hmm. uh, it's a great soundtrack. Um, and I think this song might be on it. I might be just conflating it from that time, though. I'm going to huh. find out. I'll have to look it up. I think we did it, you guys. We came a long way. I think we really, we really <laughs> covered a lot of ground tonight. I know we're at time. I want to cram this in. Yeah. The worst one. Yes. Oh, please do. I have a worst. Okay. I'm I'm just gonna plow through it. Go for it. Um, let me get my notes. Saliva, click, click, boom. 
Oh, <laughs> Jesus! I, this is the, this was one of the songs that I knew pretty well going into it. But yeah, I don't. Know I the video. do not know this song. I don't think I want to. Um, you would definitely know if you heard it. Yeah, it goes click, click, boom. This nah. is one of those where everybody's being abused, right? This is okay. So I don't there, like that at all. There was. Uh, it's an outdoor concert. Saliva's playing. Mm-hmm. Um, the duration of their set is such that it starts at high noon with this one song and it ends and it's dark out. So you tell me how many times they played this one fucking song. <laughs> right. Okay. So th- these are my notes verbatim. Wallet chains, eyeliner, bad lip syncing. Literally the song is called click, click, boom. The bassist can't get this right. The lip syncing, his mouth is wide open. He goes, clack, clack, bow. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Uh, the, there's a line in there that says, my mom and dad weren't perfect, but you don't see me up here with some bitch ass crying. Good for you. Don't care. Okay, so we've got showing emotion isn't a sign of weakness; it's a sign of strength. Yeah, exactly, dude. Uh, so we've got skinny kid looks across the crowd, moshing, of course, at badass kid. Skinny kid is only one with his shirt on. While looking across at badass kid, he sees girl. Once girl, girl is guarded by human guard dog. <laughs> kid gets beat up while crossing the mosh pit the saliva mosh pit vomits two times gross girl then slaps human guard dog which is this guy with the big muscle guy with the huge uh, like pork chop sideburns boy then cry pouts on the hood of his car parked just outside of saliva mosh pit as saliva rocks into the night hot girl seeks him out encounters zero trouble while crossing saliva mosh pit makes out with him and his pukey breath and it is an extended close-up and i guarantee the director or band was like listen we're called saliva stay in there (laughs) it's bad oh boy he now post kiss has the energy to charge off through the mosh pit and become king of said saliva mosh pit gets on stage stage dives Everyone disappears. The music was inside him all along. It's the worst video I've ever seen in my life. I hated this. Doesn't so sound much. good. I would agree with that. Without having seen it, I don't want to. Any, any Thank you for song or video about how important it is to be in that song and video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Adam, tell our listeners where they can find you. Oh, um, I perform at the I/O Theater with a team called Buttermilk, and I also perform with Ryan. Uh oh! In uh, at the Chicago Improv Den, presented by Laugh Out Loud Theater. <laughs> I got those backwards uh, for a team called the Stacks. We recently turned turned three, um, and then ideally this June I will be putting up a pretentious as it sounds one man comedy show called Datum, based on a nickname that the Stacks gave me yep. years ago. Can't, I'm looking very. I'm very to excited yeah. to watch that show. I you told me a little bit about it, and it sounds very exciting. I am nervous as hell about it, but I think it'll be fun, and I promise to never do a one-person show again. You can do as many as you want. I, yeah, but I don't want to. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm too stressed. All right. Ryan. We did it. We did it so much. Good job. Great great work, everybody. Thank you for having me. This yeah. was so fun. Thanks for coming. You're welcome back anytime. Uh, next time with a, a sunnier genre. You don't got to tell me twice, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. This world is bullshit. Have a nice week. Bye. Bye.